You know how a lot of people grow their uh, YouTube channel? How? <laughs> Is they just start talking trash about a bunch of other pastors. Okay. I've, there's a couple people out there on YouTube that their whole shtick is like playing a clip of some guy's message and then just ragging on him. What if we start doing that? You know who I don't like? Oh, <laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> she was really going to say it. No. <laughs> well, let's do the opposite. Let's find, let's, the, let's, let's find the kind people. Let's find them, play their sermon clip okay. and be like, you know what? This, this person's the best. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I think I like people. So I'm not usually good at, I, there's things that people I'm like, oh, I don't like that. But yeah, I don't want to talk kingdom, bad. The kingdom of God's built of a, of a bunch of different personalities. Correct. Everybody's different. Everybody has their way of doing it. In fact, everybody has their calling too. Like every pastor is called to different types of leadership. And so it's true. You are more aggressive uh, in in a good way. No, I'm not. No, no, you're not. We did not print shirts for our church that said that we were called to shut hell up. Yeah. What does the back say? I can't remember. This is like the mission of our church. Oh, wait, there's a, there's a, you can't read it because of my Sarah's back. <laughs> it says, we're, we're a church committed to speaking truth and love and silencing the voice of the enemy and pursuing more. It's exactly who we are. We had shirts for a long time that said, shut up, devil. But then We still last, have shut up, devil shirts. Well, yeah, but then this we last series, though. we were like, shut hell up. That's what we're called to do. Shut hell up. Yeah. As a church, that's our mission because the devil is a liar. He's a liar. He lies to people. He lies to families. He lies to people's callings. The Bible says he's the father of all lies. Right. And so hell is lying to our world. That's true. And as a church through truth, we're here to shut hell up. Yeah, we are. Now, we took out the the. Yeah, because. Don't be putting in the the no, in shut bad. hell up. That's then when I struggle with cussing sometimes. Yeah, when you be cussing. You cut Whitney off in traffic. She's cussing out her steering wheel. I'm just trying to be a human and love Jesus at the same time. But hey. Hey, you've been in this uh, progressive sanctification thing long enough. <laughs> <laughs> you better deal with that crap. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, but no, it's true. Like we're, we all have different personalities. In fact, we've been trying to talk about rest like a hundred times. Yes. And every time we try to talk about it because of the tug. Is that what you want to talk more? about now? Are we going to talk about it more? Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about it more. Why? <sighs> Okay. You don't like to do it because mm-hmm. what happens is one, you're really good at like knowing you speak to an audience and you know yep. that there's different audiences in the room. And so you're like, I know way too many lazy people, way too many this people is- who are taking way too many breaks, trying to get to more, but they ain't really tugging down anything. No. Like, I think I'm on an extreme. So if there's like a spectrum of hard, like driven and lazy i'm on an unhealthy side of yeah i work too hard very driven and so we always look at people on the other end of the spectrum and don't like them as yeah. much <laughs> this is this is just how it is well because we just think yeah i know why you have and, a problem and you're so all the way over there as we're connected to all these other churches and ministries yeah. and we're helping people break growth hurdles and things right the vast majority of them don't need to learn about rest the vast majority of them need to learn about work ethic, motivation, drive, stick to itiveness. That's that, true. And so I And I, I think you see culture as a society completely kind of going to this like me, 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 I'm just oh, gonna take yeah, time for dude, myself. Every yeah. And so yeah, your your struggle we're, is we're we're turning into a nation of people that are apathetic. We just right. see problems and cry about them. But eh, don't actually But don't actually do anything. Right. Don't actually have the guts to go out and try to fix it right. other than just trying to burn the establishments down. But <laughs> but 
this podcast. Where are we going? You getting me all now? I'm starting to sweat. I know. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is two friends who do ministry together. Yeah. uh, And we are talking about the tension, the struggle, the tug of being called to more. Yes. And where we are and where we want to be. And so we know that if uh, you are a consistent follower of this, then it's likely you're a person who feels tugged. For sure. Into more. You feel a call. You feel like you want to pursue all that God has for you. And so when we do start doing that, it can be easy to go all the way to the one side of the spectrum. Yeah. Work really hard. Yeah. Push really intensely. Continue to be highly aggressive yeah. uh, in the things that we're pursuing. Shut hell up. And we have to find rest. No the. No the. Shut hell up. No the. Yeah. <laughs> And so let's, let's, okay. So we'll do this one and we'll talk a little bit more about rest Okay. for the people that are not good at resting. Okay. But then maybe we need to do another one somewhere about like work ethic. We have to compensate. We have to compensate. I get you. Because there's just so many people that I think say they want to do something great for God, but then they show up to work at the church at like 9:45. Right. And then they go to lunch at like 11:30 and they get back to the church at like 2:15. Right. And then they're like, "You know what? I'm going to go home at 4:20." They're going to go. And so they've only worked for 4 hours of the yeah. day except then they're walking around the church offices and they're like talking to people. Yep. And then they're like, "I wonder what's on YouTube." And they're like watching stupid mm-hmm. videos on YouTube and then they show to conferences and they're like, "What god, why would our church grow?" Cuz you're not working hard. Right. This is true. <laughs> I'm glad you got your sound bite in. <laughs> it's okay. true. No, it's true. Okay. And so if that is who you are, you wouldn't fit very well at Living Church. But yeah. there are people who are uh, struggling with finding rest and balance and finding, we talked recently about the pace in yes. the race that God's called us to because we are in a marathon, yeah. not a sprint. You and I committed uh, five years ago that like, hey, we're in this for the long haul. We're doing this thing for God. Like we're going to change a city. We're going to change a community. We're going to really push into all that God has for us. And so it's been a struggle for us because we keep trying to sprint in the marathon. Yes. And then we wonder. Sprint the whole marathon. The whole marathon. And then we wonder why about once a year we have like moments where we're feeling a little burnout. Burned out, tired, exhausted. Adrenal fatigue. Adrenal fatigue. We talked about that in the last episode. And so for me, uh, I was talking to a bunch of mentors and yeah. my counselor and my mom and dad and my yeah. friends about like, man, I am worn out. I don't want to quit. Right. Love God. I'm right. called to this. This is not like I'm about to step out of the ministry. Right. This is like, I feel like I know no longer have the gas in my tank to do the thing I yes. need to do. And so I, I realized that there's more than one different type of rest. Right. And so like for a lot of times, I would just think that rest was okay. I'm going to take off Saturday, right? And I'm going to go lay on the couch, uh, and I'm going to rest. But that's only a tiny percentage of what rest is, right? Because we've used the analogy of like you have to refill your tank if you're driving a lot, yes. if you're driving somewhere. But you have to put the right kind of gas. You have a diesel truck, and I have a SUV, yeah. And I put gas in my car, and you put diesel, diesel. Yeah. in yours, yeah. But if we put the opposite in each other's oh, car. we would have all kind of We problems. would screw it up. And so if we're putting gas in our tank, we yeah. have to put the right kind in. Winnie, that was a great man illustration. I did good. Good job. I've been working hard with some men <laughs> for a long time, but it's true. That was a it's good true. one. We have to put the right things in. We have to put the right thing in. So we had to learn that because we were both struggling with like, I did rest, but I don't feel rested. Yeah. This concept that I learned 
man has revolutionized my ability to rest. Absolutely. And so it's not something we made up. No, we got it from our counselor. That, it's something that we've learned. <laughs> well, and we've learned. It's, and, 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 so, and he got it from the internet. Like, he got it from somewhere. He got because, it from some book written. Uh, yeah, 18, 1882 or something. I have no idea. What if we would have said the same year? I know that, that would have been. I almost said 1875. Oh, I don't know. I would just oh, okay. stop talking because no. we interrupt each you other too much. You didn't pick it? No. Nope. Oh, man. So, okay. uh, so there's seven <laughs> different types of rest yeah. uh, that we all need to understand. So let me just read them. Read them and then we'll And then we'll, we'll talk about there them. Uh, physical rest, mm-hmm. mental rest, yep. sensory rest, okay. creative rest, mm-hmm. emotional rest, social rest, and spiritual rest. Okay. These are the seven forms of rest that we can all lean into yeah. and understand. And for me, I was only really doing physical rest. I, th- I thought, okay, God created the heavens and the earth right. in six days and all the things. And then on the seventh day he rested. And so like as a child, there's this picture painted to me in church about God like sitting in a hammock, right? Yep. God's like in a hammock on the seventh day drinking sweet tea. <laughs> and that's in my mind how God rested. Right. And so that's what I needed to do. So I felt like resting was a, a reclined position doing nothing. Right. And so I kept on taking off Saturdays or even Friday afternoon or a time during the week. Right. And I would like turn on the television Mm -hmm. and I would lay on the couch and I would try to rest and I would be stressed the junk out Yep. because I'm wasting my time. Right. What am I doing right now? I have to do this and this and this and this and then this. And it, it, it spooled me up worse. Yeah. No, I because I only understood physical rest. No, I've shared before, like going on vacations are hard for me because I want to accomplish and see all the things. Yeah, and so it was when we one time went uh, to, we went to Hawaii. It's beautiful, and I'm like panicking, like. What are we doing? We're just yeah. laying in the at the pool, like. And my husband's like, "This is what we're doing. This is the rest." And like, there are times when your body needs to rest. This last week, we had a giant event, and like, I did not get in bed until really late every night. And yeah. so, on Thursday morning, then after the event, we still had another meeting. And so this morning, I did not get out of bed until eight thirty, which is late for me. For sure. And. I, but I needed it. I needed the yeah. physical sleep. So that's a Sometimes real rest. Sometimes physical rest is, I haven't went to the gym the last couple of days. Yeah. Because I'm running so hard with this event. Yeah. And I'm not sleeping that it's like, it's probably not going to be good it's for my body right. or for me to keep pushing physically. Right. When I'm already pushing all these other places. Right. And so physical rest is probably the most, what we think of when we think of rest. Yeah. And it is necessary. Yeah. So if you are a gamer and you're staying up till 3 a.m., and you're feeling like you're not winning in your life, you probably should go to bed earlier. Go to sleep. Like physically you rest. talked about it in your physical journey of health that you yeah. had to start setting bedtimes and not just alarm to wake up, no. but also an alarm to go to bed to and tell it, yourself. And it was a game changer. It really is. Because when I forced myself to put my phone down and turn the TV off and whatever and actually go to bed, right. getting up for the gym was easy. Yeah. It was easy. Yeah. But be, because I was doing physical, right. I was doing physical rest. And so it is important that we balance all of these pieces of rest. And yeah. so physical rest is important, but it's not the only type of rest. Yeah. Okay. So physical rest is important. Second on the list, mental rest. Mental rest. Because I could be laying on the couch or laying on a beach and my body could be rested. Right. But my brain could be running 1 million miles an hour. Right. No, there's so much when you're t- 
tugging into more, when you're called to something great, there are so many things that are required and necessary for it to work yeah. that your brain is engaged a lot. It's um, engaged all the time. Yeah, and so what I've learned for me to help me have real mental rest yeah. is to get the list out of my head. Yes, this is good. And so I, uh, I my notes app and my phone, yep. or I use what I call a dump page yep. um, when I'm sermon writing or mm -hmm. like brainstorming something. And so I, if I have a thought, that I need to not be thinking about mm -hmm. or like I'm trying to rest, I just write it down. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll text y'all. Just the right. other day, we have a text thread for the team that works on Tug of More. Yeah. And if I have a idea of an episode, I literally just send the idea right. on that text thread so that I'll stop. Right, thinking about it. Like trying to not forget it. And because yeah. I'm trying to not forget or trying to solve it, man, no, I just get it out of my head. So like keep a notepad by your bed with a pen. No, I've had to in lots of seasons yeah. because I'll be like, Oh yeah, I got to remember to tell them that tomorrow, or I got to do the same. Oh, I forgot the piece, and then it'll just play in my head, and yeah. I can't actually sleep. Write it down. Yeah, that's really good. For me, there's also like certain things I can't. Uh, if I'm trying to have some mental rest, there's certain uh, podcasts I can't listen to. Oh, that's good. There's certain uh, shows I can't watch. Doesn't mean I can't watch a show. Doesn't mean I can't. Some some movies help me have mental rest. Well, when you be watching all those. Uh People getting abducted and murdered and buried in the desert and if stuff. If you have a new uh, no, crime don't, podcast no, for me, put it in the comments. No, yeah. It's stressing you out. No, it doesn't stress me out. It doesn't. She, you just. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, well, it should be what you're talking about. <laughs> no, that's actually one that chills my brain out because I can't solve that. That's weird. What you're happens psychopath. is, is that's I, weird. No, you listen. I know you do. You listen to certain people that push you to more. Yes, this is true. And so you listen to those podcasts. When I need mental rest, I can't listen to those. Today I was no, listening to no, uh, a podcast about like a, a cer certain situation in a business, and they're talking about like the rise and fall of this, circ this circumstance. And I'm listening to it, and all of a sudden my brain starts coming up with thoughts and ideas and plans of what we need to do and yeah, how we can help it sure. and what we do. And like. So there's certain things that- So you're I'm, saying because you listen to that, it's not related to what you do. It allows this mental part to shut off. Yes. And now you're just like- True crime is so- you're, you're watching a cartoon. It's it watching is. a cartoon. It's just about people being murdered and hatch, <laughs> hatcheted to death. That's not weird at all. <laughs> They're not all about murder. Some of them are about like heists. Rape. No, <laughs> No, they're not. They're about like heists and like different uh, uh, stealing. Anyway, crime. it's yeah, interesting. Crime. And it's interesting because I don't think like that. So it's just like, oh, that's interesting. Be praying but for Pastor Whitney. Stop. Something that gets my brain engaged yes. no, in I, what I, I, I work on, I have to turn it off if no. I want mental rest. Yeah, I get it. I there's, there's TV shows that I like to watch. I love, I don't think he does it anymore. Uh, Marco Salmonis uh, had The Prophet yeah. where he would like go into businesses that and help great. it. Or even like the Chef Ramsay ones yep. where he goes into yep. kitchens and helps them. I've learned that I can't watch those to have mental rest because mm -hmm. it makes me think right. too much about what Shark we're doing. Shark Tank stresses me the junk out. I enjoy it. I love but it. But I'm not resting. But I'm Because engaged. I'm like, no, you should have done it like this. And then if you would have tried that. and Oh, man. And then I'm like, well, why haven't I come up with this okay. thing? Uh, you know. But uh, another part of it is conversations. So you and I all the time. We, we are friends, our spouses yeah. are friends, the four of us we have a lot hang of out crossover. a ton. And so, yeah, we have dynamics and crossover constantly, and we've had to set boundaries mm -hmm. on certain, uh, hey, tonight is just a date night, or tonight is just a hangout, yeah. because we will start working inevitably. And your husband, Aaron, is the best at it. Yeah. 
um, because if we're out at dinner and we start talking about an issue, yeah. Aaron will literally say, y'all got three minutes. Yes, he will. He'll say to all, and all four of us will be engaged in the dialogue right. and the we're conversation. All talking about it. And he'll be like, guys, three minutes. We'll talk about this for three minutes yeah. and then we're done. And he helps us put this boundary on what we're going to do and what we're not going to yeah. do. So it doesn't just turn into our whole evening. Right, because then our life turns into only work. And so yeah. if this is a night to recharge, then let's just... Yeah. yeah. So I think those are some pieces yeah. to have mental rest. Um, another thing that's ha helped me have mental rest is trusting that when I do pick that area back up, that God's going to be with me to figure it out. Absolutely. Because if you're urgent, yeah. if you have a problem with pace because you love doing what you're doing and you're mm. running and you're being tugged towards more, you want to figure it out right then because it's important. Mm. But if we trust that like, okay, if I don't think about this until next Thursday. This is really good. Then... I'm going to have all the rest and the aptitude and all the things that I need. I'm going to nail it then. No. So I, I've started to trust me tomorrow instead of have to do it today. That's really good. Helps me rest. You said it a minute ago, you make the list. Mm -hmm. And there's been times where we're both like, we have so many things. And we look <laughs> at the list. And we realize the list is not as big as we made it in our head. Like it's shorter than we thought it was. It's yeah. accomplishable. But yeah. what you're saying is great because there were seasons where we would let a staff circumstance, well, a a Let's problem. talk about a real one right now. We want to redo our first time guest class. Correct. We want to redo it. Correct. And right now, I could spit out without any planning 20 things that we need to fix in it. Right. But now's not the moment to do we that. We can't do it. But guess what? Neither is tonight after my kids are in bed. Nope. So, uh, but I now trust that when you and I grab a whiteboard and we start banging it out, yep. it's going to come. Right. It's there. And so I don't need to do it right now. So I right. make my, I capture that thought. And I make my mind rest. No, it's really good. We've already determined that we're not even going to talk about it for a week and a half. And so right. I think that's the other part is like mental rest. Okay. I can do it later. Sometimes for people like you and I, we do have to put a date to it. This is okay. So it's not only make the, make the list, but put a date. Yeah. So date. you and I just yesterday had a couple of things we really want to hit. Yeah. We're going out of town next week and all the things. And so we said, okay, we will pick this back up yeah. on August 10th. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anything else on mental rest? No, I rest? think that's great. So physical rest, mental rest. Next one, sensory rest. Oh man. I didn't. I had read about this and heard it and watched a couple, like there's a couple yeah. TED talks and things on these seven different right. types of rest. And so tried to figure it out, but I'd never actually done it until I took my sabbatical. Mm -hmm. I went to the Redwood Forest mm -hmm. up in California mm -hmm. by myself yeah. for three days. And while I was there, I made an intentional decision to not be listening to anything. So I'm in this little Airbnb cottage thing by myself for basically three days, quiet. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, it was an incredible reset yeah. for me because I always have my AirPods in always. I'm always on the phone talking. I'm always listening. If I, even if I have music, I'm at the gym right. listening to heavy music. Yep. And so my senses are just like, I think this is one that our whole world probably struggles with and don't even realize it. It's because of this. Yeah. We're so connected constantly. Yeah. And I find myself getting like aggressive when people call mm -hmm. sometimes, why are they calling me? It's not their fault. It's me. Yeah. I haven't had enough sensory yeah. rest. And so I'm, a, I'm mad at the phone call intrusion, well, but it's really turn the junk off. When this is kind of weird, but when I was 10 mm -hmm. and had to go to the bathroom, 
Right. You go sit on the toilet. Guess what you did in there? <laughs> you're just quiet. <laughs> you're just bo- you're just in there, just bored. Yeah. You're maybe right. you got a maybe you got a magazine on the back of the toilet. You know, the highlights magazine. <laughs> but like now, people. The other yeah. day, I was at a coffee house waiting to go to the bathroom, and man, I saw that Joker 15 minutes because there's some kid in there playing a video. I hear it. He's playing a video game <laughs> while he's taking a dump. Right. We can't even go to the bathroom and be quiet. No, it's I true. have um, a pop pop socket. We've talked about this before on the podcast. And I bought one of those sticky things and I put it up in my shower. So in my when I take a shower, don't hack my camera. When I take a shower, I ha- that's weird. Don't hack I, my I hang this up in my shower yep. above the water so I'm listening to sermons or podcasts yep. or things while while I'm taking, I've no. I have I've, a cup that I put my phone in right outside my shower. That I like, it's like a little thing because it amplifies the sound. So it's real. We need to have some sensory rest. Yeah, it's really good. I think so. There's you read on the internet about like extroverted, introverted kind mm-hmm. of thing, and you and I, people would say that we're extroverted because we're big personalities and loud. But I think there, whether you are extroverted or introverted, you have to recharge with some quiet. Yeah. And we don't like our own thoughts. And I think that's why we're afraid of it. But God can speak to us when hmm. we're quiet. Okay, let's go there. I don't think that's, maybe that is something that I do. What you're saying is there's some people that don't like the quietness in their mind because they're saying negative, negative things. Maybe there's or negative things. I don't maybe love myself. Doubt. Maybe there's fear. And so we don't want the silence of our mind. So we fill it up with noise. Yeah. That's, that's a, first of all, that's a really sad place. No, it is. And so you need to listen to our emotional health one. Yeah. Cause that means there's some stuff going on emotionally yeah. that is loud, too loud. For too you. loud. Yeah. And I think there's been seasons in my life because my personality does like to be joyful and happy. It doesn't like to be sad that I've filled up with noise. But what I found is if I will be quiet, God can speak. He can, he can fill the silence and that brings so much rest, which is another part of rest that we get to yeah, in a minute. But yeah. but the silence, the sensoriness doesn't allow for a couple that. a couple of places I go for some sensory rest is I'll go float in the pool. Yeah. Um, like me and the kids, when the kids are in the pool, I am not having any sensory rest. Mm-hmm. But I'll go there. I've never done a sensory deprivation tank. I want to go do one. Yeah. It's like a saltwater awesome. pool. Yeah. It's dark and I don't right. know. I want to go and try one of those. I haven't done it before. Uh, or I'll drive my Jeep. Yeah. And I'll just go and I'll just be out on the road and just drive and like it kind of washes away the mm-hmm. the day. Yeah, I think moms that like care for their kids at home, they don't get we don't get a lot of sensory rest mm-hmm. because our kids are mom, hey, this, that. And I remember in seasons like when they were finally quiet or maybe taking a nap, I would just go in like the laundry room and like the dryer was just silent and it would it, it, it helped me. And it's sad, but it works. It works. Or, like you have to do it. I just needed a, <sighs> but yeah. the input kept me from having rest. It's really good. Okay. So physical, mental, sensory, creative. Okay. This, this is a, a big one. This is a big one that I had to, I had to learn. I'm still learning. No. Yeah. We're still, still learning. learning as we're. So I think all of us are creative. Absolutely. I think we're maybe God God's creative. image. Yep. We're all creative, but I think that over time and age and life, we start to lose our creativity mm-hmm. because we think we aren't or because we think that someone who can paint and because I can't paint, they're creative and I'm not. And I used to think that. I used to think I wasn't creative because I couldn't play an instrument or anything. Right. But then I finally realized, no, I'm super creative. It just comes out in a different way. Right. We're, we all, we're, we're built to create. Yeah. And so like we all have, we all four went and did a pottery class the other day. Yeah. And it was such a blast yeah. to like have fun and relax. But and so yes. if you're a person whose life 
is like you creating things. Yeah. Whatever right? that is. We're creating a conversation right now. I'm right. creating a message. You're creating meetings. We're right. creating things. Uh, you have to find a way to recharge that. Absolutely. That well. Um, so like if I find myself preaching six, seven, eight weeks in a row. Right. By the seventh, eight week, it's like I'm, I'm literally wringing my brain out for ideas to try to have right. a joke or illustration or a, a something. Or content, but then when I right. take a break, it just like. Boom, boom. It, yeah. it flows. You said it before about like trusting that it, you'll have it when you need it. Yeah. And I think that that's something that sometimes with creativity, we struggle of like, I've got this and I got to keep going and I, I'm only going to. If I don't keep going, I won't have it. No, you'll have it when you need it. If you, especially if you rest it like this, we don't, we don't film a whole season in one day. No, we couldn't. We would mm -mm. run out of conversation. We yeah. would run out of silly jokes. We would run out of just even fresh thoughts. Yeah. Cause eventually your brain is like, I just need to rest. But for pastors, the only way you can do that oh, is, to, is to give it to somebody else. Because one of the hardest things about ministry is there's a Sunday every seven days. Mm -hmm. If you're a youth pastor, there's a Wednesday night every seven days. Yep. And if so that means that leader, if you're Sunday right. school teacher, if you're anything. if you're a content creator, like yeah. for our team, they're pumping out videos and recaps and right. doing all of the graphics. And so in the church world, there's this like rhythm. Yep. That's consistent. And if you don't build the team, right, then you're the only one who's doing it. Right. And if you don't give it away, yeah. If you, you don't give it away. away, because and this is a tough one, man. Yeah. For me, because people will say, well, Pastor, where we want we want Pastor, you gotta be in the pulpit. Right. Should we go there? Yeah. Go with Pastor, there. you gotta be in the pulpit. Where's the pastor? You know, why haven't you preached oh, in man, X amount of weeks? Well, yeah, I really or they'll say the crazy stuff like, I wish the way Pastor Trustin preached in that series, he would preach in this. Right. They they put so much expectation on you. And I'm like, I'm I, I'm not a robot. We're I'm not, not a robot. I'm not a create creative robot. Right. And so like I didn't preach for those three weeks leading up to SummerSlam. Yeah. But that is what I really think that that first night of SummerSlam is the best thing that I've ever done. P partially because it wasn't even me. We had a bunch of people give testimonies. It was, yeah, it was incredible. But it was the but fruit your, of the ministry. I was going to say, your energy, your excitement, your anticipation, right. all of that was so f But it's free. because right. I hadn't been squeezing. Right. Um, and so we give some other people opportunities yeah. to grow in their gift. Right. And uh, we have to we have to give it away. It's super important um, in in all areas in in whatever we're leading and doing that we train up other people so we can take the breaks. Yeah. There are so many people I know who are are running businesses and they haven't gone on a vacation in like three years because they can't trust somebody else to just do it. And so creatively, you might be the one producing and doing, but even man, even our team. So for the creative content of our team, they have now built a team and there are so many of them yeah. building creative content, but it could be easy for the ones who are great. Bailey and Easton are like bosses of creativity, yeah. but they've learned to give it away and we have so much more creative content as a church because it's, they're willing to do it and right. they have fresher ideas. They have bigger dreams now, yeah. bigger visions for yeah. things because other people are doing and we have to do it. And when we give it away, we've got our, it, it's not a competition. Right. So like, if I, let's just use you and I, yeah. if you, if, if, if someone gave us a topic and said to write a message on this topic, right. I've been doing it longer. Yeah. So if it were a competition, yeah. maybe more times right. I would have more stuff to say about it 
than maybe you would. This right. is not an assault and probably a bad illustration. No, it's use. a great one. I, I was about to go off of it because I agree. But if we, so, if we view it as a contest, right, then that means I have to do it every time, right? But it's not a contest. Well, and then it means that. I'm insecure because I'm exactly. not going to measure up. It means that I'm not going to give my ideas. I'm going to try to be you. Exactly. So recently I preached a message on joy. You've preached some of the greatest content on joy ever in the history of the world. But my message on joy was a totally different perspective. That I never would have pulled out. Right. It wasn't. It's not how I think. We talked about it later and you were like, this is why we have to have multiple voices, multiple people. This is why we need men and women in ministry right. and in life together because we have different perspective and exactly. the creativity allows you to flow deeper have the creative rest allows you to flow deeper in your things and it allows creativity but in if, other people but to if flow. we refuse to give it away the people around us can't get better if bailey and easton edit every video right the 15 year olds on their team yeah. and 30 year olds on their team they don't ever have the ability to get any better no and it gives them the ability to rest. Okay, we've got to have good. we've got to have creative rest. Anything else on that one? No, I just think it's really. I think that when you're tugging for more, you are create. You're definitely creating constantly, and so it's one that we think is not as as important, but it is. And yeah. then another thing you and I have found is because we are creative people, doing creative things like the pottery, like that. There's other ways to still use your creativity, and it can actually help you. It can rest. You can rest in it with our hands. Yeah, because you're not just doing the same thing. Right. Go so do something it up, different that's still creative. Up. Yeah. Okay, go. Physical, mental, sensory, creative, emotional rest. Oh, man, this one's hard. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I think the only way you're going to really get emotional rest is to deal with the junk in a heavy way. Yeah. Like no, it's gonna be real it, painful at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Emotional rest is only possible if it's dealt with. If oh. you just brush the stuff under the rug and you don't talk to somebody about what's happening or don't talk to God about what's happening, right? You can't. Those inner demons are so loud; they won't go they away don't go unless away. you deal with them. Well, you at the top we talked about like shutting hell up. Yeah, the enemy only wants the lies to perpetuate and yeah. the pain and the and the trauma and the things. And so our emotional health is a huge. If we're not emotionally healthy, I'm not sure we can have emotional rest. Yeah. And so we have to look and decide, I'm going to dig some stuff out. I'm going to dig deep in it. Um, but then also, um, I'm going to, at least for me, like, this is a day that I'm dealing with the emotional things and all the pieces. And then I'm going to set it here and I'm going to trust that because I am digging it yeah. out, I'll come back to it tomorrow. So, or I'll come back to it the next time I'm yeah. supposed to. I know that an that answer is 100% true. Yeah. What we just said. I also know it can feel a little discouraging. Absolutely. That if there's somebody who's really worn out, that's like, awesome. Right. So the only way to do it after I'm already exhausted is to deal with it. Well, I think that we can emotionally rest even when there's turmoil inside. Absolutely. If we're strategic about it. Have you and Aaron ever been in a fight? Yes. And then... <laughs> <laughs> of course we have. We've been married almost one year. Yeah. Yeah. Have no. you and Aaron ever and been in a fight? More. Sorry. And then said mm -hmm. like... Can we just? We gotta stop. Let's just stop. Yeah. Rachel and I have for sure. Where we've, it's just like this perpetual, like, meh, 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 right. like this thing that there's like a dark cloud over our home. Yeah. And especially if it's late at night, we used to do the whole, like, well, the Bible says don't let the sun go down on your anger. So we have to solve this before we go to bed. No, we still love each other. Yeah. We're just disagreeing. Let's and talk so about And so I think that we have to take some emotional rest. It's really Because good. once you start emotionally redlining, 
you drive your car and you get the RPM gauge up real high, or you, you start to overheat. Yep. If your car starts to overheat, the only way to cool it down is to shut it off and pull over. Right. And so sometimes emotionally, we have to shut off and pull over. Okay. We have to have physical rest and spirit. We have to like right. do some of these other things so that we can just calm the junk down. Yeah. Because some of us are just living overheating. No, it's true. So the first caveat I want to make sure I say before we keep going, that does not mean uh, leave, go to a hotel, sleep somewhere else, never do leave that. your house. Don't ever do that junk. That's a mess. If no, marriage. all the time, man. I hear all the time that men get mad. They leave the house. They don't call. They don't say where they're going. And all that does is terrify your wife. Right. Or turn your phone off and like, no, don't do all that. No. So stop fighting. Take a deep breath. But go to the other go to room. separate rooms, yeah. not separate home places. Because um, because that's your home to guard and protect. Yeah. And so no, I don't ladies, I don't want to I don't want to get mad and right. leave my house just so some dude can come and break in and kidnap my family. Well, right. No. Also, that. I, I'm saying like no, this is your true. home to oversee. No. Right. And ladies, same. Like same. you've committed to be uh, in this marriage. Don't leave it. Just take a deep breath. Yeah. But. Emotional rest, whether it's marriage or other relationships, you know, what we do is an emotional job. Very much so. Because we are loving and helping other people in their journey of faith and yeah. relationship with Jesus and emotional health. And there's times that I have to arrest my emotions by not getting involved right then in that phone call or conversation. Yeah. There have been people who circumstances are blowing up. And so like, I love them and I'm there for them right then. But I've had to put boundaries on, I can't also meet with you on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. I can just say, okay, today my emotional health can only handle this many days or yeah. you know, this meeting on this day. Yeah. And so we have to, as leaders, put boundaries on what we're pouring out to emotionally sometimes. Yeah. Because I think we can get out of balance of that and that's where we get burnout too. And we got to be aware of it. Yeah. So like if you had a really emotional day or if we had a really emotional day, when I go home on mm. that on that 10, 12 minute drive mm -hmm. home, I need to be aware I'm emotionally spent. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll tell Rach, I'll be like, hey, babe, man, I this, 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 this yeah. happened. I'm like feeling a little on edge. Yeah. And then what she can know is like, let's have an easy night. No, it's true. Let's not have some giant talk. Yeah. If the kids start going crazy, she can swoop in and help no. or vice versa. Right. If she's had a really hard day, I can step in. No, I even to our staff team. But that's about team, being self-aware. It's true. Our staff team, I sent a text yesterday, last night. Nothing was popping off in my house. It, it In the week, there had been moments where I was emotionally and physically exhausted. Yeah. And I could feel the like mah, 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 between us. And so I sent a message to our team. Hey, hey, guys, we've done incredible with all these events this week. But don't forget that we're exhausted. So if you start to feel on edge... It's because you're exhausted. So if you start to feel on edge, y'all, it's because you're it. exhausted. This is what you sent yesterday to our whole staff at 7 p.m. Y'all, we did so good this week. A simple reminder, we're all worn out. If you feel short or snippy or easily frustrated today, have all the grace for yourself and others. We are all worn out, but we did great. The devil's trying to make you lose it with craziness of exhaustion. Love you all. So thankful for you. And like a bunch of our staff were like, yes, you're right. Yeah. You are taking a moment to pastor our team and say like, hey, yeah. we're, we're exhausted. We're exhausted. Let's remember that yeah. and, and calm the junk yeah, down. Yeah, I think that when we are in these emotionally exhausted moments, yeah. for sure, we can start to respond and react 
in ways we normally wouldn't. Yeah. And so as leaders, as people tugging to more, the emotional rest is super important. Yeah. And I think we sometimes discount how important it is because yeah. we think, oh, I'm, I'm resting. Oh, I'm taking a break. Oh, I'm not thinking about it. You might not be thinking it, but you might be feeling it. Yeah. And so you've got to take time to just understand it, see it, and then find where you can have emotional rest. You know, sometimes emotional rest comes from having coffee with a friend yeah. and being able to say, here's what I'm going through and it's here's true. where I'm at. Yeah. Having a counselor for you and I is so essential of like getting all that junk out and dealing with it. So maybe even if you've dealt with all the deep, heavy stuff, you're still going to have consistent maintenance it's for true. emotional rest. Okay. okay Anything else next? there? No, I think it's uh, good. Next one, social rest. You talked on, you touched on it a little bit there. Social, well, yeah. social rest. So I think that there's a couple different kind of two angles in my right. mind when I see this. Okay. There's the social rest of angle one, be alone. Mm -hmm. Don't be around a bunch of people socially. Right. But then there's the like, no, there's really some good. people that you're around that they, you rest with them. Like when the four of us are together, yeah. I think that we're rested. We, when Aaron and Whitney come to Rachel and I's house, we do not run around and clean before they get there. Right. No, right. We don't clean. No. If there's junk out, there's junk out. Yeah. Why? Because it's easy. Right. Okay, so let's talk about those let's two go, sides. Yeah, which one do you want to do first? What, I don't uh, care. So sometimes, as leaders, we're leading people, usually. Always, if you're Always. a leader, you're leading people. <laughs> and, unless you uh, have like a dog Unless you're leading, yeah, something, I was trying to think <laughs> of something to be leading, not people. But, uh, but in that, there's so many conversations. For me, I, I help lead our staff team. I, I meet with people one-on-one -on -one all week. Yeah. There are times that I am out of words. I'm out of smiles. I'm out of... Uh, yeah. You're empty. Yeah, I'm just empty. And I need silence. I need to not give uh, to anyone. And even for my family, I've had to talk about my drive home from my job is like four minutes. And for a long time, I would just drive straight home. And I still do a lot of days. But if I've given socially a ton, relationally a ton in a day, I will do something else. Yeah. I will go to Target. I will go to TJ Maxx. I will go just somewhere and like give myself a minute to talk to nobody. Go take a lap. I just need to take a lap. Yeah. And so sometimes it's just a lap and that's all you need. Sometimes you need a whole day. Sometimes you need a weekend yeah. in the Redwoods Yeah. Um, to just recharge and be away from people. <clears throat> yeah, just just stop. Yeah. Just stop, stop talking. There, uh, I mean, Jesus did that. No, the right. crowds, The crowds were always on Jesus. Yeah. And so like he would retreat yeah. up onto a mountain or out into a boat. Right. I mean, he's literally on a boat in a storm sleeping. Yeah. Not because he's like so peaceful, because he's exhausted, right. man. And so I think that we have to know that too. And yeah. so sometimes we just need social distance. Yeah. And it's okay to tell people that you need that time. Yeah. Now, they might not receive it well. No. They might not. not hear it or they might get offended. Yeah. They might get upset that you're not responding within 30 seconds of their text right. message or, or no but you said it like we are really great friends and we socially rest together it's true but there have been times where either i've invited you or you've and you and rachel or you guys have invited us and one no. of us have had to say you know what we're just exhausted tonight. yeah Let's there was not a do it. there was it was a while ago there's like a big truck show that comes into texas oh, yeah. this is a couple years ago and i hadn't figured any of this out yeah and so me and aaron were going to go together yeah but i was like having a hard time yeah. with all the church transition stuff and had Titus was still a baby, I think. Yeah. And I just needed some quiet time. And yeah. I texted Aaron. I was sad about it. But yeah. I was like, Hey man, I think I'm just going to go by myself. Yeah. 
and I went and then I felt bad that I dissed my friend. But like sometimes, yeah, you just need to be alone. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. And so it's okay to do it. It's a boundary that sometimes you have to set and you do have to tell, don't, it would have been really sorry if you no, just bailed on him. No, I explained all the right. things and then later I was like, I'm sorry, dude. No, uh, yeah. no, but but at least you said it. <laughs> yeah. You do have to explain to your people, but it's up to them. I mean, he didn't get mad at you, no. but he could have, I guess. Yeah. It's up to how they respond, but you are allowed to do that. Yeah. So there's that one. Okay. Then the other side is the people who feed you. Yeah. So there are, <clears throat> there are there are no neutral relationships. This is important. There are we no neutral relationships. Relationships either give to you or take from you. Yeah. Right. And so you've got to have relationships that are giving. And some and some do both. Some, some do, both do both in different, in different, different moments, different, different seasons, different dynamics. Yeah. But, go. but every conversation is either giving or taking. Right. Right. And so you've got to have a circle of people yeah. that, like, when you're with them, there's they they give to you. Yeah. And, it, and I think that only comes from finding the right people. And you said it, like, we, uh, you don't clean your house because... When y'all come. Yeah, when we come over and we don't clean our house be, because we've also not cleaned our lives up in front of each other either. Like, you've seen all the dirty, nasty, Correct. ugly of my life. Yeah. I've seen all of it of yours. And so because of that, we're now comfortable with each other in life. That takes time and work. And so there's those people who, like, are your people. Like, yeah that you can recharge with Go. who are the people that you're not on with right so like in our job as leaders and most people who are tugging for more there's moments where you know you have to be on yeah if you work in it in like a um, maybe a corporate environment or a government environment or you have to be very political in the way you mm -hmm. respond i mean aaron is like this he's a perfect example of it yeah and his job he's super always articulately uh Correct, politically correct, all the words. And so in real life, he's kind of sometimes a mess, but it's because he's oh, like- No, not a mess. Like he's silly. He's like silly. silly. Yeah, he's he goofy. goofy. Yeah. Uh, but it's because he so wears that filter on other days that then on another day where he's like super goofy, you know it's probably he needs some social rest because yeah. he's been so politically serious so for days. So who are the people in your life that you aren't fronting with? Right, right. That's a great question. And if you don't have any of those people, then you better look at your own self and stop fronting so much. You got to find some, well, you just got to find some community. You got to take the time. Right. You got to build some friends. You got to tear some walls down. Yeah. And we've done episodes on like building friendship and I don't yeah. remember what they're all called. Yeah. But I think it's important to find those people and then to keep it that way. Mm -hmm. So now because we work together, we've had to fight to do that, right? In times yeah. and go, hey, we're going to hang out. We're going to have fun. We're going to go do something fun, whether it's go on a vacation, whether it's go places. There's been seasons where we're all working so hard. Uh, we're about to go on a trip together again. And we've recognized that for our, even our friendship, the rest together rejuvenates the relationship yeah. and our lives. Yeah. Because like we'll go on a trip uh, and we'll schedule it. Yeah. We'll have times that we go and pray together. Yeah. We'll have times that we go and brainstorm or we work on keys. That would be a good topic. Yeah. Where we work on like, God, what do you want to do? Where we work on our values, mm -hmm. where we talk about staffing issues. But then we're also just people driving around or yeah. eating, eating some fajitas. No, it's true. Okay. Last one. Yep. Spiritual rest. Okay. This spiritual is a big rest. deal. Number seven, that we need to have spiritual rest. And if you're watching this, and you're not in a relationship with God. Yeah. Um, I would really suggest looking into that. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, you see us here at the tug of more, but I'd encourage you to go to Living Church 
Uh, or Living Church's YouTube page and go and peruse through some yeah. of the content there um, from Sundays and just see anything that clicks your interest yeah. that you're like, hmm, I wonder what they're talking about there and go and listen to it because really the whole thing is about Jesus. Yeah. So spiritual rest is not, uh, for me anyways, is not yoga. Right. It's not no, it's good. Um, putting for- crystals on necklace. It's not, it's not. Yeah. So for us, that. our spiritual rest is surrounded by Jesus because that's, we're both followers of Jesus. Yeah. And I think that's an important, uh, yeah, it is an important definitive delineation. delineation. Well, the word spiritual can mean like all kinds of things for all kinds I of people. I went to the redwood forest, but I wasn't hugging the trees out there. No. Like, no. I was in God's creation. I was going to say, peaceful. but it was a spiritual experience it for you. It was spiritual. Because you understand who created it. Yeah. The, it's not the tree that's amazing. It's the creator of the tree that's it's amazing. really good. And so spiritual rest is unlike any of the other rests. Yeah. And it's more refreshing mm-hmm. than any of the rests. You know, while we were on sabbatical, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> it's okay. You can cry. <laughs> while, while we were on sabbatical, Rachel and I still went to church on Sunday, just not living church. Right. And it was so good yeah. for me to go and worship God with nobody knowing who I was. Yep. With, with no, no expectation. Respons- yeah, responsibility. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna hand me a microphone. Right. Nobody wants to hey Pastor, can I just get five minutes after service? Right. I'm literally just there, just me and God, and I had sp- spiritual rest. Yeah. Even um at for SummerSlam, like yeah. this big revival services that we did, I was intentional to really worship, you know? Yep, not judge it, critique it, not think about how we could do it better, not look around to see what's going on. Not be looking at my notes. Right. Nothing. I'm just going to go and and sit in God's presence. And that's like a rest that I don't even all the way know how to articulate. No, it's super important. I think if church leaders uh, are a part of this watching... You got to do it. Like Mm -hmm. we've talked about it, even for like our own families, the importance of reconnecting and hearing from God one-on-one is so important. And if you're in church, you do church. Like if you're Mm -hmm. in church leadership, you're doing church. And so, yes, while, while I'm receiving from the messages that I'm hearing, while you're even receiving from the messages you're giving, the there's still no replacement for the spiritual rest that we can receive from God. And so we're intentional. We go to conferences and I think those are places that you can find some spiritual rest. I remember uh, not long ago we went to one and took some of our team and uh, Bailey was there with us and the led wall for their event crashed out. Everything was a mess. Like all the things were happening. And I text her like, isn't it nice to be somewhere and it's not up to you to fix it. Yeah. And like, so we do have to put ourselves in places where we can receive for my kids, they serve in ministry and like, they just went to camp and I told them like your kids here, you're not working. You're not receive what God has for you. And then daily we have to decide, like I have to decide between reading on my phone on Facebook, or am I going to read God's word for a minute and put some stuff back in my heart? It can be real easy, especially for those of us who are trying to get content to start looking at our relationship with Jesus as you said a it. resource. A resource. That's that my Bible becomes a prop. Instead of yeah. uh, the, the the rule book of my life, instead of the thing that refreshes me, instead yeah. of the thing that helps recharge. And so I think for me, the spiritual, 
The spiritual rest, yeah, it's it's the most important one. Um, in the Bible, King Saul, he's the first king of Israel. Mm-hmm. He's this big, handsome man, the Bible right. says. And uh, he had a lot of struggles mm-hmm. in his life. And so he met this guy, this young guy named David, who is a harp player. Mm-hmm. And David, who we know later in the story, becomes the future king of Israel. Right. He kills Goliath, all the things. But when they first met, David was just a harp player. Yeah. And David wrote the book of Psalms, mm-hmm. which is a bunch of Psalms are songs. They're right. worship to God. Right. And that that Saul had like these demons, these like things, these thoughts yeah. that he just couldn't deal with until he met David. And David would come in with his harp and he would play music and sing these worship songs that he had written. Yeah. And it was the only thing that soothed Saul. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes to soothe the king in us, hmm. to soothe That's really good the more in us, right. we have to worship something bigger. It's true. So like for me, you're gonna have a hard time getting me to bow down to you if you're a man. Oh, right, no. So right. like death had better be imminent. <laughs> right. But there's something for me as a man about positioning myself under the almighty Yeah. that lets me rest in his presence. The yeah. Bible says that we can run into God like he's a fortress, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that he's our shield that he's our protector. It says yeah. that he's like the mother hen who puts his his wings over us. And when we would have that relationship yeah. with God, it would help us really rest. So I don't know all these others, you could work on all these others, the right. other six. But if you don't if you're watching you don't have a relationship with God, the God of the Bible, right. the with Jesus, that I would really do some research is it real? Is it true? Yeah, right. Why are all these people giving their lives to this teaching? No, it's yeah. true. And I think that in times when we feel worn out, mm-hmm. that's where um, that's where we can get the, the replenishment to keep going. We talk about like, we do do a lot in our lives and there's a lot of busyness and chaos, but it can be like, how do I keep going? Well, the grace that Jesus gives me to keep running the race he's called me to run, yeah. it only comes from reconnecting with him. And yeah. so, no, it's great. I think it, I think um, you and I have both met pastors who haven't taken a Sunday mm-hmm. off in years. Yeah, We've both met leaders who haven't taken a break and mm-hmm. just really spent time with Jesus. We've met people that really want more, but they're consuming ideas and con. There's really brilliant like leaders and teachers There's out there. There's a book for every subject. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if we're not connected to the one true uh, guy who will actually replenish us, eventually I think we're all going to burnout if we don't I, I don't think any of the rest and even there's times where I've struggled in I know I need to have physical rest or I know I need to have emotional rest but I have to pray first yeah in order to get there yeah in order to have it so it's no, good this, this is really good it's a good conversation uh what did we miss audience as you listen to this these yeah. seven different topics what's an area that maybe we overlooked what's an area that we need to still learn in yeah. I'm still a student of rest. Absolutely. I have not mastered uh, this by any means. And so we're talking about it from a yeah. position learning. And so like, help me, help, yeah, us, help us learn we're how to rest. If there's something that you ever want to add to the conversation, hit in the comments, yeah. send us a message. Let us know how we can learn. Let us know how we can do better. Yeah. Because we're all called to something great. God created us with greatness in mind. But that's tiring because we live in these flesh bodies. You know, I was thinking (laughs) in the beginning, we talked about people who are kind of lazy that aren't pushing into more, Mm -hmm. but maybe they didn't get one of these right somewhere along the way. And that's what's caused them to be so 
restless yeah. and now lazy. And so if you feel that way, because they're broken, yeah. they're, they're, they're so exhausted. They broke. And, and now so now just, all they know how to now do is just be maintaining. So well, maybe, that's good. I should have some more grace. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, it's true. But yeah. We have it for each other. Uh, but, but yeah, I think we all have to look at it and yeah, let us know. Cause yeah, I feel like we're still learning it and, and we're stumbling through it, but yeah. we're trying because yeah. we keep tugging. So y'all yeah. keep tugging, but let us know what's up. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs>